Welcome back, Minimal Moves. I'm really excited to welcome Maria from Yuvita Shop to this episode. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks so much for joining us. And Maria, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit and your store as well, that'd be great. Yeah, so my name is Maria and I am the owner of Yuvita Shop. We are Boston's first zero waste store. We opened our storefront back in December of 2020. So we are almost making a year now of having our store. And it's been an awesome journey thus far. That's really exciting. What made you want to start the shop in Boston? So I've been in Boston all my life. I'm 23 and I've Mm -hmm. been in Boston for 20 years. So mm-hmm. quite a while, and ever since my freshman year of college in 2016, I have been wanting a zero-waste store in my city, but I just couldn't find one. So, you know, by freshman, sophomore, and junior year mm-hmm. was when I, like, was started really getting impatient, and I was like, why isn't there a zero-waste store here? I think it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I know that I would love to shop there. I know that, like... Other students like me that are environmental science majors would love this kind of store. So that's when I really started envisioning just opening one myself for the sake of having one in our city. And then it happened last year in 2020. So it took about four, almost five years of me waiting and just wanting a zero waste store for our team to make it happen. So yeah, that's what really pushed us to do it. That's a really exciting story, and I'd love to hear, what does Yuvita, the name of your store, mean to you? Yeah, so I was born in Colombia, so I am Latina, and I speak Spanish with my family, so I have the Latina background, and I really like the word life. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Spanish, it's vida, so mm-hmm. basically life translated in Spanish is vida, and I wanted someone, I wanted people to feel like, you know, buy shopping plastic free, they are feeling good about themselves and they are seeing how they are helping the environment by reducing the amount of plastic waste that everyone leaves off. Um, so I actually thought of our tagline first, which is you give life. Mm-hmm. I always love that saying. I knew that I wanted that to be our tagline. Mm-hmm. So I just translated life into Spanish and then I kept the you in front for you vida and they match perfectly you be that you give life and it's a good constant reminder for others to know that you know you give life by reducing plastic and also for myself as a small business owner whenever Mm -hmm. i'm like you know feeling and feeling like stuck or i have an obstacle in front of me i just remember like the name and how we're just trying to do something good for the planet Mm -hmm. for sure that's really awesome and I know that, well, you've lived in Boston for a while, and you said that there are no other zero-waste stores. That's actually really surprising. Yeah, I know. Wow. It's very surprising. Yeah. And where did the origins of your environmental sustainability interest come from? So I actually just stumbled into it. Originally, I was a political science major at mm-hmm. UMass Boston, and I took one semester of courses when I realized I wasn't really interested in political science. It wasn't like sparking my interest. I couldn't see myself studying it for four years. And so I really just started looking around at other classes and then I saw I had a science requirement. So I was just Mm -hmm. looking through the science classes and I just stumbled into an intro to environmental science course. And when I read the description and it was talking about how, you know, this class is focused on 
us learning about how we negatively impact the planet and then how the planet impacts us back in return so i found that to be like really surprising and kind of interesting so i was mm-hmm. like oh I'm, I'm just gonna sign up for this class and within like the second week of the class i already had gone to my advisor and switched my major wow that's that's really awesome and definitely a very important issue area to stumble into and putting towards your business experience how was how was the process founding a new business and especially during the pandemic yeah it was very difficult and honestly i i never took any business courses in college so i never saw myself as a business owner as a business person i just knew that i wanted a passion and i wanted to work towards something that makes me feel good and i can you know feel like i'm i'm feel good about it and i can like feel like i'm making a positive impact so that Mm -hmm. was my number one priority and then I applied to the scholarship by my university. Once I got the scholarship, that's when I realized I was like, okay, like one career path is to be a business owner and make this zero waste store that I've been dreaming of and just been wanting for so many years. So I started seeking out like courses and, you know, YouTube videos and specifically this nonprofit called E for All. They're pretty great. They have a three month course that's focused on anyone who wants to start a business. So Mm -hmm. I just applied to it, I got accepted, and they helped me a lot. So yeah, it's just learning along the way. For sure. What challenges have you faced along the way? Definitely the pandemic has been our biggest challenge Mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of storefronts were closing and we had an indoor restriction of about like five people, which is very small for a store. Mm -hmm. And you know, just like the restrictions was stopping us from being able to bring a lot of people in the store, just the fear of people going out. And also, but we really had to prepare ourselves by having our online store as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if anyone wasn't comfortable in visiting our new storefront, they could always just place an order on our website. Right. It sounds like despite the challenges, you've managed really well. And have you had any favorite moments so far in the past year? Yeah, um, one of my favorite ones is last month, actually, we celebrated our two-year anniversary and we did our uh, official ribbon cutting, which it was so awesome. And I know sometimes businesses do it right when they open, but we were in, you know, we're still in a pandemic, but we were in like a very strict time where we could only have five people in the store and it was snowing mm-hmm. outside and mm-hmm. the mass mandate, it was in December. So it wasn't an ideal time to have people, right. you know, gathered around in the cold. So we just didn't do it during December. And so I waited a few months and then I realized September 15th is our two year anniversary since we started Uvida in overall. So I was like, why not celebrate our two year anniversary and do our ribbon cutting? So it was a lot of fun. I got a lot of friends here, family members, past mentors, professors. They were all able to visit the store and shop some zero waste products. That's awesome. So I know you mentioned that that was your two year anniversary and then you're coming up to the storefronts. It sounds like one year anniversary. What was the time in between like? So before starting the storefront itself? Yeah, so I was a full time college student until Mm -hmm. May of 2020 when I graduated. I worked about two to three full-time jobs, but I was always just working on my small business, talking Mm -hmm. to people about zero waste and why it's so cool, what products they should try. I was just 
really involved in like trying these products and I loved it. So I was, you know, doing full school full time. Then once I graduated, I was working a full time job. But, you know, when you have a passion, you just can't stop thinking about it. So I was mm -hmm. naturally growing my business when I didn't really realize how much I was. Um, and then like I kind of also always knew that I wanted a storefront. Both my parents own storefronts. So mm -hmm. I guess that kind of has an Im input a factor in there. Mm -hmm. So I just knew I wanted a storefront and I just focused on achieving that goal. For sure. And on to how you manage the store. How did you find the people who work at your store and find the products you present there? So finding the people, it's, you know, we we posted it on Instagram. We mm -hmm. also just have people who come in and they're like, this store is awesome. Like, you guys are hiring. Please mm -hmm. consider me. And we always take in resumes just in case. So it's really cool. And the hiring process is like an ongoing process mm -hmm. where we're just like, you know, we're not like looking specifically. But if someone mm -hmm. comes along and, you know, comes in and drops off the resume and they seem like a great fit, then we can add them to the team. So it's really more about finding people who are really into zero waste because then, you know, we can all like just talk about it, grow mm -hmm. and figure out the new products that hit the market and find mm -hmm. a small business that has a cool product that we should add. And so that's mainly what we're always looking for. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the products, I target that they have to be uh, plastic free, they have to be a small business. And then mm -hmm. a lot of our brands are majority woman owned as a woman owned business. Mm -hmm. So that's how we decide which products get to get on our shelves. For sure. Has there been a favorite product that you featured or a type of product you're looking for? Yeah, I really like our plastic free makeup shelf because I just all my life have had so much makeup in my bathroom, mm -hmm. right. whether it was like passed down by my mom, my sisters or my friends or just like Christmas gifts and piles mm -hmm. of makeup that just never get used because they're just so it's so much. It's absurd and mm -hmm. it's always packaged in plastic. So it's really cool to finally see like not just the beauty industry becoming more natural and the ingredients becoming better, but also like being considerate of the packaging and how the packaging is usually always plastic. So mm -hmm. we're always on the hunt for, you know, plastic-free makeup brands with great products and plastic-free packaging. So that's, that, that's one of my personal favorite categories. And it sounds like you're really conscious of making both business-wise decisions that are more sustainability, zero-waste-oriented, and also in your personal life. So if you have any zero-waste or sustainable tips to people who are listening to this podcast that they might be able to implement, say, if they don't have the money to go out and buy a really fancy zero-waste product or something like that, what would those tips be? Yeah, I would definitely say to take it one step at a time. I know that when I first got into the zero waste movement, I felt like I was just like falling in a deep black hole of the abyss of all the plastic products I have in my house. And mm -hmm. I just went through an emotional roller coaster that I don't suggest anyone puts themselves through. Mm -hmm. I definitely say like, take a step back, thank yourself for even noticing how much plastic we use and even thinking about how you want to reduce it because that's just a great first step. And then 
pick out specific products. So for mm-hmm. me, what I do is I pick out the specific products that I use every single day because mm-hmm. those are the products that I am dependent on and those mm-hmm. are products that I won't leave the house with, such as deodorant, tooth brush, makeup, perfume, like all these things that like I just use every single day because you know, if you use something every day, you're most likely to finish it faster. So those were the first products that I wanted plastic free because I could just feel good about them. And -hmm. it's important to start trying different brands so you can see which one fits you the best and which Mm -hmm. one you like the most. So definitely take it one step at a time and be patient with yourself. And just also reach out to other people. There's there's people who don't know about it, about, about the zero waste movement yet. So maybe you're going to be teaching someone something new or you can realize that you and your friend have both been going through this, you know, mental situation at home where you guys mm-hmm. just both realize that you have a lot of plastic and you're trying to reduce it and upcycle. We love upcycling here. Mm-hmm. We love upcycled brands and upcycled products so definitely upcycle i know that i still have the t-shirts that i cut up and made reusable hemp cotton rounds i mean reusable cotton rounds now at the store we have fancy ones you know if you wanted to invest in something but i really started with just like what i had at home the Mm -hmm. empty plastic containers the old t-shirts making them into rags Mm -hmm. i've done it all but then over time i'm like okay i think i do want to invest in something nice you know to have in my bathroom so it's Mm -hmm. not my ripped up t-shirt and you know it's just a process and make it enjoyable i i know that i it was an it's an emotional roller coaster no matter Mm -hmm. what but it's really important to make it enjoyable so that way you can just keep going and not um take yourself out of the movement For sure. Those are really important pieces of advice. So thanks. And Mm -hmm. I'd love to ask a little bit about your future plans. So first of all, I know you're coming up to your one year storefront anniversary for Uvita shop. Do you have any exciting plans coming up? Things you're looking forward to for the store? Yeah, so our future plans are definitely to add more products to get our refill room mm-hmm. polished and with a lot of options so people can have variety and then expand our team, you know, whether that's more storefront associates or marketing team, all that good stuff. It would just be great to have a team. Um, so it wouldn't be such a big workload on me and anyone else who helps us Mm -hmm. so that is our plans for sure that's awesome and for you and your career i know you're early in your career and you also have a political science background or at least or i guess original interest so i was wondering if you have any plans to expand to other aspects of sustainability whether it's policy or collaborating with other businesses or yeah or dreams or aspirations i'd love to hear any Yeah, so originally my interest in political science started in high school. I was on the debate team and Mm -hmm. I was advocating against plastic pollution Mm -hmm. in high school, talking about how, you know, there's going to be more plastic in the ocean than fish by 2050. Mm -hmm. And so I really thought that I was into political science, but really I was into advocating for the environment. So I really am looking forward to having a team in order for us to be able to expand and do more advocacy work. We first want to lay down our foundation, but then we want to be able to do things that we really want to do, such as beach cleanups or looking at new policies that politicians should be putting in for our city, you know, highlighting certain environmental issues, having volunteer drives, donation drives. 
just a lot more community work, but um, that all comes with having more team members. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. In closing, if there's any pieces of um, information you want to share with the audience. Yeah, well, I want to thank you so much for having me on. And then for anyone who's listening, uh, you should check out our website, uvthashop.com. Or if you're in Boston, definitely visit us in our storefront. We are at 28 Atlantic Ave in the North End. And also follow our Instagram. It's at UV the shop. That's where we post all about our zero waste products, our day in the life of working at the at a zero waste store, and about myself, Maria. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining me today. And I'm sure that everyone got a lot out of this interview. Thanks so much. And yeah. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Talk soon.